to GFN Philly 215 Questions Podcast, where two guys ask what the one thing is for five different questions to a GFN Philly member. The two guys asking the questions are Ben Winnar and myself, Jim Murphy. Hey, Ben, what's going on? Hey, Jimmy. We are pleased to welcome our guest, Dan Garrity, Investment Officer at Hurdle Callahan. Hey, Dan, welcome to the show. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Let's kick off the show. Five questions. What's the one thing from your story that's important for people to know? Guys, I think the one thing that's most relevant or important for my story is I've got five kids under the age of 10. So I've got 10, eight, six-year-old girls. I've got a son just turned four and an 18-month-old son as well. So I think that's probably the most relevant thing. It can tell you a lot about how I spend my time between work and, and juggling kids' sports and driving kids to birthday parties and whatnot. And I guess on top of that, my kids have 22 first cousins, you know, so my wife's from a big family. My family's fairly big, but family kind of consumes everything. I think that's the important thing to know about me. So you guys are part of some government program to practice repopulating the earth. That's quite the number you got there. That's right. We, we want to make sure that we can balance out anybody who's, who's not having kids, having kids later. We want to make sure that we can populate this earth for years to come. So our family has taken that as our mission. <laughs> from, from the childless folks like myself, thank you for doing your best to keep Social Security solvent until we, uh, we retire. So, And Dan, for other parents, I only have two children, so we're still man-to-man -man here. But how do you work through the uh, zone defense when you got five little ones running around? You're absolutely right. You play zone defense. And then the, the lucky thing for us is we had the girls first. The girls are good caretakers. So what you do is our eight and 10-year-old are just kind of forced into the role of mother's help or babysitter, and they don't have a choice. We've been blessed to have so much help from them. I, I think that's the answer. And you just give up on things. You give up on like sitting down, reading a book doesn't really happen. And you know, you take your quiet time when you can. Question number two, what's the one inspirational quote that you would share with the listeners? Quote-wise, I've got a bunch that I like. I like Yogi Berra quotes. Um, I won't give you one of them, but I like those. Um, I like Reagan quotes. I'm in the investment industry. There's a lot of good Warren Buffett quotes out there. But I think the one I'll give you, which isn't really a quote, but it's a Bible verse, is Philippians 4, 6, which is, be anxious about nothing and pray about everything. There's a lot to be anxious as a young parent or a parent of young kids, the world, work, all that stuff. There's a ton to worry about, but I try to remind myself, don't worry about it. Do the best you can. Don't waste your time and energy being anxious. Pray about it and move on. I love that. I actually just finished reading Alan Watts's book, The Wisdom of Anxiety, which the too long didn't read version essentially is. If you're not a little bit anxious, you're not paying attention. It's going to be there no matter what. We just need to learn to deal with it and get through that. You nailed it there. There's a quote that I always kind of refer back to. It's expect nothing and accept everything. Sometimes you just, you just got to open up and accept what's going on. And then you can really make those decisions. A lot going on that we can't control. I will warn you guys, maybe not tell your wife if she's in a temperamental mood. That same quote, because it does, <laughs> just doesn't go over as well as, it, as you tell yourself it. Rapid fire segment. Here we go. Five questions. What's your one book? One book will go Lone Survivor. I've got some military in the family, both Army Rangers. What's your one vacation destination? So we've been lucky enough to do a couple cool trips. We love Hawaii. We've been there twice. That was before kids both times. But I think the one place that we're actually going to real soon is Stone Harbor, New Jersey. The whole island, Avalon, Stone Harbor. I mean, it's so close, but it's, uh, it's such like a perfect place to spend a week or two with the kids. What's your one TV series? I think best ever would be The Wire. But I'll tell you, we just started watching the Ted Lasso show on Apple Plus, which is awesome. 
What's your one album? I would say right now I'm into Chris Stapleton. You know, when I'm not battling my kids for Taylor Swift or these other artists that they like to listen to in the car, I like to put on Chris Stapleton. Uh, his latest album, Starting Over, is really good. And what's your one movie? I'll go Goodwill Hunting. You could watch it anytime over and over again. Love to throw the quotes around with. My brother's actually an Army Ranger as well, Dan, and is a huge fan of Lone Survivor. And in fact, he is married to another Army Ranger, one of the first women to make it through the uh, program. So not to make two breeding jokes, but we joke about them being a part of a special breeding yes. program to create uh, super soldiers here as well. A, uh, just a different kind of person that can go through and, and do that stuff. Seals and Green Berets and Army Rangers and, and Marines and the like. My dad just read the book and I haven't read it in a while. And he said, one of the cool things is this the airborne rangers who rescue the seal. Yeah, they don't ever let them forget that one. Yeah, that, that comes up. I was spoiled rotten going to my friend's house growing up in Avalon, you know, cooler yeah. by a mile. You don't, you don't realize just how great and nice it is until you... Uh, we always went to Ocean City, and then we went there to visit a friend or something. Like, what is this place? <laughs> Even getting back to your TV series, too, The Wire, season one, that might be hands down one of the most complete series on HBO. Season one of The Wire, if you haven't seen it, you can watch it complete, and it, it can end right there, and that would be you know, up there with you know, the best of them. And if you want your life to be better, watch Ted Lasso. Such a remarkably good show. I'm so excited for season two to come out. Well, it's amazing how, like, there's so much comedy, but there's so much, like, worthwhile uplifting Touching. stuff in it. Yeah. I wasn't expecting that. I thought it was just going to be humor, but it's so much better than that. Awesome. They surprise you so much with the different relationships of the different characters and how they play. It is really, it truly is a thing of beauty, considering that it is based off an advertisement that they did for Premier League Sock 12 yeah. years ago, right? And Jason Sudeikis is like, want to make a show? Sure, here you go. Better reactivate my Apple subscriptions. It's Apple TV again. Question number four. What's the one charity or cause that you would recommend to the listeners? A good friend of mine's father founded the Cristo Ray School in Philadelphia. I think that's an awesome one. It's sort of a Jesuit-inspired, there's a national network of Cristo Rey schools, Catholic tradition, but, you know, it, it serves children of all faith who, you know, need a better educational opportunity. Uh, so it serves inner-city kids. And the mission, they, they do work-study. So in addition to getting a great education, getting prepared to maybe take that step to college, they also work part-time. Companies in the area hire these kids to be paid interns, and it pays their scholarship, essentially. But it also immerses them in corporate office life. When you think about a lot of the issues we have, a lot of it has to do with education and opportunity. They're filling that void there. A fantastic point that you make about when you're trying to help people essentially ascend out of poverty, right, is they don't even know what they don't know, right? They don't even understand like what they could potentially have access to or the things where they can get to. So giving them a taste of that and really take it from someone that's, you know, spent a decade and a half in recruiting, those internships, those co-op, those, those little pieces of work that you can get while you're doing your education makes a world of difference. You are light years ahead of other people that just graduate with a degree, but no real world experience when you get in there to interview or just knowing what it is that you want to be, or even more importantly, as a young person, knowing what you don't want to do. And just to remind you guys, a few years ago, GFN Philly actually hosted an event in support of Christo Ray High School hearing from you know the leaders of the school speak about the the impacts of those high school students and dan you could probably talk to it better than me but the percentage of students that graduate high school and then also have college acceptance i believe it's extremely high in comparison to any of the local public schools in philadelphia they have such a successful process one of our gfm philly members justin o'malley had turned me on to the school and just hearing about all the great things that go on there it's just a just a great organization
you need to have a vision if you're going to achieve it. It's a cool place. And it seems like something that we just need more of that kind of stuff. They have a hundred percent success rate graduating from high school and being admitted to a four-year college. So they're doing uh, something yeah. right over there. And the last question, what's your one tip for building a meaningful connection? I'd say ask and listen, like to build a genuine connection. You know, I do client service and business development. Everything in my job is building connections and gaining trust, right? We're trusted advisors in what I do. To genuinely build a connection, you need to really understand what people are about, you know, what they're trying to accomplish in their life, like what their interests are. I say ask and listen, because you can always tell. So you meet somebody and they are making small talk and they ask you a question. You can tell the moment they stop listening to you. And it's like, well, we're not building a connection here. We're just like, we're making small talk. You don't actually care the answer to this question. It could be something simple, like, did you grow up in the area? I think you just need to genuinely listen to people and that's how you're going to learn. It's a book or a paper about askers and guessers and pe some people are askers and some people are guessers. And I'd say, don't spend your time guessing, just ask the question, listen to the answer, and then you'll be able to build a connection. I mean, cause you'll genuinely understand who the person is and hopefully they reciprocate. Great sales advice, not just great relationship building advice. That's it. If you're asking open-ended questions and you're genuinely listening to what that person is saying, that's how you build like those true connections. And you find out interesting stuff. And I'll say Dan's so good at making meaningful connections that even he and I are good connections here, given that he went to St. Joe's Prep and I'm a Roman Catholic grad. We, the Montagues and the Capulets from back in the uh, late 90s when we were in high school. Got to break through it and find what you're really about, Jim. And not just that you went to Roman and you're from East Falls, right? <laughs> How many Catholic school jokes are you going to fit into this episode, Jimmy? All right. Well, Dan, thanks again for joining us here on the GFN Philly 215 Questions Podcast. Absolutely. Thanks for having me.